Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Del Mendo, Ryan Herrera hopefully joining us a little bit later from beautiful historic Wrigley Field. The beer bat is out. Cody be uh, taking down his 3-1-2 from Goose Island. The beer bat, we'll put the timer on it. You've gone all the way from like two and a half minutes to like 30 seconds on a beer bat chug. So that's been impressive so far hey, this 19. season. 19.6 last, last Friday. That was impressive. Cubs win six to mm-hmm. nothing. So Cody's got the beer bat out. This was their fifth shutout of the season. If you stayed for the end of the broadcast, that was the note. Fifth shutout of the season. They had just 11 last year. Wild. Uh, what a what a performance from the pitching staff tonight. Um, the bullpen got into some some rough spots with the walks, but they, got out they of were them. able to get out of it. Um, Justin Steele. I mean, what else can I say about the guy? Oh, hold, old guy what moment you, with got my what? audio up here. So sorry about that. <laughs> what what can I? I have no idea what else to say about Justin Steele. I mean, okay, he didn't go six tonight, but uh, he was able to give you five strong. Five strikeouts, no earned runs. I mean, they put multiple graphics of the guy up on marquee that had Shohei Otani on at the same time. <laughs> I mean, this guy is just absolutely shoving right now. And listen, I was I was high on him coming this year. My bold prediction for him this year was to throw 180 innings. Gordon Whitmire sat right next to me when he was in the studio when we had him on, mocked and, you and mocked me when I said that. And right now, Justin Steele, you, you, it's 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 not like it's not even like a a flamboyant thing to say. He is one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. He has yet to go more than six innings. If there's anything to complain about, I guess it's that. But he's giving you quality innings, and he's giving you quality innings when you need them most. The Cubs just lost two games in a row. They're coming to this big series with the Padres after losing three in a row or three of four against yeah. the Dodgers. And he came out and gave you exactly what you needed. And that is what dogs do, man. That is what dogs do, all right? Justin Steele is a dog, and I'm so excited for him because drafted 2014, injury problems, was never a top, highly recruited prospect that, you know, we we never talked about Justin Steele like we talk about Wesneski or Caleb Killian or any of these other pitching prospects that, that we've been talking Even about. Even Alzali. Even Alzali. Never talked to him about him like that, and he is doing insane stuff this month of April. He has been awesome. And I just just keep keep the momentum going, man. He's he's just the thing is is that you kind of know what he's gonna do. He's a two pitch pitcher, and he just goes out there and and gets it done. Whether it's you know via the strikeout or getting guys to pop out or ground out on early early uh, early counts, it's 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 impressive to watch. Did it in L.A. Against the Dodgers, and now does it against a really good Padres lineup? I don't care if the wind is blowing in. I don't care if it's forty degrees. That's a good lineup, and he went out there and gave the Cubs exactly what they needed. And I'm stoked about that guy, dude. I got to tell you, he's been one of the best pitchers in baseball, and the numbers back you up on it. Not just this season, since like the All Star game last season, since Ju- beginning of June. He's, last year, he's been on a roll. Yeah, fourth best ERA in baseball right now. Twelve straight starts with two runs or less. That, that puts you in position to win every single time. Now, I know people don't care about W's anymore. I care about that. Yeah. I care about that, putting you in line to have wins. And I thought uh, a shout-out to True Blue Cubs on Twitter. Joe, Joe Kilgallen. Simple tweet, right, from Joe? Yeah. Cubs drafted Justin Steele in 2014. Some things take time. Yeah. That's right, Joe. That's exactly <laughs> right. Like, that's why you can't freak out over some of these prospects. Even when... Some of the prospects come up and struggle a little bit. You can't freak out. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're a bust. Guys come up and struggle. Guys take longer. It's it's not a linear process for everybody. That was Theo's big thing. Look at Justin Steele. What if you'd given up on Justin Steele? I, I got to tell you, I know, I know it's just a month into this season. Mm-hmm. But if you include last season, and I know some people don't want to count the end of last season because... The games didn't matter, and there's no pressure on guys. Well, there was the pressure of fighting for his career, yeah. okay, yeah. and fighting for a spot in a rotation, and 
we can go back to whether or not it was John Lester telling him to pump the fastball or not. But now you look at his slider, and they put up the stat in the game that lowest batting average against any pitch in baseball is guys facing his his slider. Mm-hmm. Otani's sweeper is number two. Yeah. <laughs> Wild, right? He only throws two pitches. But you know what? They're good pitches. Yeah. He knows what he's doing with them. And he's going out there, and he's throwing strikes, and he's getting it done. Mm-hmm. So hats off to him. But where were you when Jan Gomes, the Jan Gomes game was played at Wrigley Field? Luke. Because it just happened again. We've had a couple of them, but this is the latest in the series of where were you for the, for the Jan, Jan Gomes, Gomes game? game. Well, uh, many might not remember any Jan Gomes games from last year because a lot of people don't remember games from last year for obviously good reasons. But I think we're going to remember this Jan Gomes game for a while. Where were, where was I for the Jan Gomes game? I was at the CHGO Sports studio sitting next to Stucky on the couch uh, and uh, sweating out this game because <laughs> – He was the only thing for offense for most of this night, and I was going to be really mad if we had to come in here and talk about steel shoving, but the offense not doing enough to win the game. And uh, listen, he (laughs) he came through in in the biggest moment uh, to get the 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 all important insurance run, and then Nico Horner comes up and and clears the bases to make it an easy ninth inning. But the insurance run that Jan Gomes got biggest hit of the night outside of. The homer, obviously. The homer, I guess, is probably the biggest hit of the night because it gave them the lead to begin with. But he yeah. uh, he's just been so good. Ryan sent a tweet earlier uh, stating the dates. I think it was going into the Dodgers series. Jan Gomes is like OPS was below 500, and his weighted runs created plus was under 10, which if you're not into advanced analytics uh, like me but just know a little bit about them, but maybe you don't know what those are, uh, that's not great. And then ever since the Dodgers series, he's just been hitting the ball hard and getting getting on base and just kind of, you know, giving you what you need uh, to win ball games. And uh, he was huge defensively tonight, throwing out uh, Tatis in the first inning as well on the strike him out, throw him out uh, to you know get that. You know how sometimes it can be hard to get through that first inning. He uh, that was big. That was big uh, to be able to come through. He just had an all all around great night. Offensively, defensively, uh, and he has more homers than Wilson Contreras. Thank you. Gary, Gary, man, how could you be worried? Of all the things Gomes did tonight, let's not worry about him dropping a couple balls. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, Gary. It's okay, Gary. Come on, Gary. It's okay. The guy had four hits. Four hits. His his rotation has an ERA of 2.80 when yeah. he's behind the plate. Let's get to the beer chat. We'll talk yeah. more about Gomes. Uh, we Lucas, wait, although, first... Lucas says, I agree with Luke, to be honest. So let's make we sure We can keep out. going because sometimes... We got some I, super chats, too. If I, if I don't pour it correctly, we, we sometimes we have to right. wait. Well, let me get the so timer out here. I'm, we'll out see here. What the... I'm out here laughing at Frank Wolf's comment. <laughs> I saw it. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going there. Oh, I, I'm not, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not reading I'm that, not, Frank. I'm not going I hear there. you. I see you. I'm not reading you. Good reason to check out the No, chat. I also don't see you. Yeah, I don't see you, but I... Rondo agrees with me. Michael Collada says uh, the CHGO Cubs shirt is 6-0 six six when oh. he wears it. Don't well, Collada, the godfather, you can't wash that shirt. You can't wash it, That's what it, that man. means. Wear it every night if you have to. We are, we are trying to manifest a playoff team. We are doing everything in our power to Cody's to make got this the beer bet out. He's got a pretty team. good pour. I got to tell you, right. the Cubs are playing pretty good baseball, but Cody's getting awfully good at these oh. pours. All right. Awfully good at these pours. All right, you tell me when you're ready to go. All right. And then we got to do some super chats after this because the chat's been alive. We got uh, 27 oh, likes. That's not this, enough yet. This beer bat chug is for the 2023 Chicago Cubs. Justin Steele, Jan Gomes, uh, and Vibes. Are you and ready? Vibes. And yeah. begin. Clock is on, Cody. He's around the first turn. He's out of the gate. He's around the first turn. He's halfway home. Here he comes down the stretch. Around the final turn. Down the stretch he comes, and he had to Ugh. take a pause. Ugh. Mm, couldn't do it. He was on pace for a record. Is that it? Is that it? No. Oh, man, mm. oh, man it's close. Stucky, oh. what are you going to start chugging? I'm not. 24 all, seconds. 24 seconds. Impressive. Yeah. I had. I, I couldn't breathe through my nose in that. that <laughs> I was trying. I really tried. Yeah, my my racetrack call wasn't great either. Uh, all right, let's let's get a couple super chats. Fernando Buck 99 <laughs> says, chug it up, vibes. 
Thank you, Fernando, Thank you, as Fernando. always, for as the always. super chat. As always. $1.99. Uh, I saw a couple other ones Lucas earlier. Lucas says in the my fours right? are underrated. That one right here. Steven Casson, what did I say after our last win? This team has dogs on it. That's Just right. Let Fulmer go and maybe keep up Nelly or call a flamethrower from Iowa. Steven, who are your dogs tonight? Yeah, I would love to know your dogs. I know, like I said, Justin Steele's a dog. So. Oh, Jan Gomes was a dog tonight. I mean, how do you. Four hits. <laughs> Or Joey, we'll get to who you got later. What a disaster that was for Joey tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-game oh show. Goodness. Oh, and Dubs, Pirates and Brewers both lose. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And I know we'll the Cardinals are playing the Giants right now, so hopefully they lose again. Yeah, uh, Brewers lose uh, to the Tigers. We got any more Oof. Super Chats? No, just those two. <laughs> just those two. Right. Cole says, Cody is the Nico Horner of beer chugging. Consistent, gives his best effort every go. See? Yeah. Now and, he's always, and he's always prepared. He comes ready to play. I do. Every night, I comes come ready to play. All I do is just come here and try and manifest Ws. That's and all I've ever been trying to do. He said to me right before we came out here, is it hot in here? I thought, well, that's not a good thing right before you're about to chug a beer. <laughs> you know what? He played through the pain. Yeah, that was kind of the thing that kind of stopped me for, for a second because I'm like, I'm sitting over here kind of hot. Well, this room's hotter. And uh, Studio B is a little bit warmer. And uh, now we got to do this show, and I'm wearing a hoodie. And I don't want to take my hoodie off because I'm wearing a shirt under it, but might be a little sweaty. I don't want you right. all on YouTube to see that. Right, um, right. We so, don't. Nobody wants that. Yeah, yeah. So we don't need a wet we're gonna, T-shirt we're, concert. We're contest. We're, we're gonna work our way through this the best we can. Oh my god. Uh, what do we got? We got a what other chat? Pretty, uh, pretty good chat Arthur, going. Arthur says he's in San Diego watching this game tonight. Scroll up a little bit there. Garrett, uh, you Kevin. missed the beer chug. Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. Vanilla uh, Chill had one earlier. He goes, did we actually upgrade at catcher? Tonight? I thought I saw one, yeah. <laughs> Let me find it. So, did we upgrade? He had uh, he had four hits, and he's got 12 RBIs. He's got five home runs. Jan Gomes, I think Ryan tweeted, second among catchers in home runs this year. Yeah. With five. And, you know, his ERA, the 2.80 or just under three ERA for the for the staff with him catching. I don't know what, what else you could want from the guy. I know there were people in the chat that wanted him gone mm-hmm. early in the season, and we kept saying, like, well, first of all, everybody relax. Like, it was like a week into the season, and people wanted Jan Gomes DFA, and we're like, let this play out a little bit. Even yeah. if you love, even if Wilson Contreras is your favorite player of all time, you have to give the current guys and the current construction of the team Time to play it out. Yeah. You can we you you'll be you'll have time to judge Jed Hoyer all you want based on that catcher decision. Mm-hmm. Vanilla Chill agrees with me as usual. Let it play out. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have all the time in the world to judge him if it doesn't go right. Right. I mean, but right now it's going well. Of course, and this is in classic Cody fashion. I spent the last twenty four hours complaining about the bottom of the order, <laughs> and the true. bottom of the order had a pretty good night. Wisdom, two strikeouts, but he walked twice. Mancini, two walks, base hit. Uh, Jan Gomes, obviously. Velasquez had a hit. He also had a walk. Um, obviously, Hosmer didn't do anything, and Gary wants me to rant about him. But I'm I'm positive vibes. I'm. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to do it tonight. I've been giving, I've been doing it too much on, like on too many shows lately. You all know my stance on it. So just, just know it. All right. But the rest of the bottom of the order was good tonight. And if is, is kind of like what Jed said in those quotes that we talked about last week. If you're, if, if everyone else is, is doing well and you only have a couple guys who are struggling, you can get by. Yeah. And tonight it was mainly the bottom of the order. The top yeah. of the order didn't really do much of anything. Uh, so one of those weird ones, because I didn't see that coming. I don't think anyone in the chat saw it coming, but that's what makes this Cubs team a little bit different from the last few years. You're getting contributions out of guys you didn't expect. No one expected the Jan Gomes game tonight. You know what I mean? No, who's, what did we say in pregame? We were talking about how the wind's blowing in. You're going to have to get a bunch of hits, (laughs) string them together, steal second base. Who would think that the game winning hit would turn out to be Jan Gomes hitting a home run to dead center, what dead center, right? It was, it was left center. Le- it was left center. Left almost center, but center. almost center field. The wind was blowing in from left, too, so that's why I was when it oh, happened. Oh, he hit it. Yeah. He hit it over 400 feet, obviously. Well, it was a pitch low and away, and he hit it off the end of the bat. I mean, he pulled it. It's a grown man's home run. <laughs> uh, Steven with the super chat, I, I asked who his dogs where He says, dogs for today, Nico, dog. Dansby, dog. dog. Gomers, dog. dog. Steel, dog. dogs. 
Hell yeah. All right, there you go. That was for you. Mike Dub says, Jan Gomes getting a hit off a guy named Wilson to make it 3 nothing (laughs) was the best. This is why me and Mike Dubs are like, we might we were like separated at birth, my man. I, I swear. He's running with a flag somewhere. Yeah, he's up running and down with a flag street, somewhere. But. Somewhere in Minnesota. <laughs> Probably still snowing up there. Uh, Rich. I, I Rich got a question are, for Dubs. Did he see the Northern Lights? Because they're apparently out all over the Midwest uh, last night, tonight. Like, really? Yeah, oh yeah. Like okay. Wisconsin, Central Illinois saw him. So mm. I'm thinking up, you know, Twin Cities, you probably catch some Northern Lights tonight. Maybe. It's knocked over the 3 1 2. Uh, I think it's empty. They also light the W with the Northern Lights? The Northern Lights? <laughs> I bet you could figure it out. Aurora <laughs> Borealis. Use your imagination. Um, Rich, photographer Rich, mm-hmm. our friend Rich, he's in the chat, says Gomes is giving 2016 David Ross vibes. Oh. David Ross had a really good offensive season for his role for the Cubs in 2016. So, uh, I mean. I, I, I understand it. I'm reading what you're saying. Maybe. We'll see. He's playing. Gomes is playing a lot more. The Cubs have more wins when Gomes is catching compared to Barnhart. Uh, obviously, we need the Cubs. The Cubs are going to have to start winning games when Barnhart is starting as well. But um, most of their wins have, have come this season whenever Gomes is starting. I believe they're now 11-2. and two? I could be completely wrong. Though. I'll have to ask Ryan. I bet Ryan will know that when he comes in. Uh, uh, Ricketts. Bought the new Northern Lights, says Michael Kalat. <laughs> Brendan Miller in the chat said, what oh, happened what? in 2016? The pitch doctor's here? Yeah, he's asking what happened in 2016. Stop Cubs won the World Series. People forget that. Did people, I I did indeed forget that. You okay, forgot what, that? What happened again? The Cubs won the, uh, the World Series. Ah, uh, yes. Chicago yes. Cubs won the, the Chicago World Series. Cubs won the World Series. <laughs> uh, here's when I thought Steele's going to get it done tonight. There were a couple times where he got out of trouble but in the third inning, when he when he has back to back walks, you're like, yes. oh boy, yep. this could unravel here. I don't like the way this looks, mm-hmm. and he gets Soto looking, who he made look silly. He he made he made him look silly tonight. He, you saw multiple times that first at bat. Yep, he threw two Swing pitches yep. where Soto started walking down to first base, and it was a strike mm-hmm. first time, and, and they he, were actually start strikes. And he he gave a look to the umpire. The umpire's like, nope, strike. Next pitch, again, it's a strike. He starts walking down to first as if it's a ball. He was wrong, and then he strikes him out mm-hmm. uh, on a high fastball, I think, in the first inning, right? So that was the first time, and I said to you guys, I said, oh, man, he's going to get calls against Soto all night. Sure enough, third inning, back-to-back walk, Steele gets Soto looking for a strikeout. Then he gets Machado, first pitch pop-up. That bang-bang was, like, so key for him – and it, feel, it felt like he settled down after that. Yeah. But his, had he not been able to get those two outs right there, he never would have made it to the fifth inning because his pitch count would have been too high. Yeah. And that, and that goes back to what I've kind of said the start of the season is when, he, when adversity comes for him, he doesn't fold. And he just kept, he just kept executing his pitches. And, um, you know, the fact that he got Machado to just pop out in the first pitch right after that, after that, uh, getting Soto out was huge because it kind of did save the pitch count because he had his pitch count was already kind of rising that inning, and to get Machado to just pop up, pop out Machado, a very mm-hmm. good hitter, one of the best hitters in the league, to pop out on the first pitch. I mean, that's better than a strikeout almost. So, Sox uh, guys are looking in here with envy tonight. Yeah, feel for them. Herb's a like. Herb's Herb's a swell guy, a nice guy. I feel bad for him. He he also says the Padres are like his second team, so Mm. he's he's like rooting for the Padres this week. Six losses in a row for the Sox, and they've looked bad in every single game. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) Moving on. I don't want to, like, gloat a little bit about that, even though – a lot of people gave me a lot of crap the last couple of years, but we're saving our segment. We're not yes. doing it yet. <laughs> Who will you trade us at the deadline? <laughs> we're doing it in April, of course. Uh, it's too early. It's too soon because it's too soon. But at some point, it won't be too soon. Um. <sighs> anyway. Anyways, yes, Jan Gomes. I think Barb said it too. His pitch framing, like mm-hmm. you know, some of those. Sometimes he gets you the call. Now the ones against Soto were strikes. And they should have been called strikes. He just wasn't seeing. That's when you could tell a guy's not seeing the ball well. When he thinks twice that he's walked and he hasn't. Mm-hmm. And then on the next pitch, he's flailing away at high heat. Mm-hmm. 
he couldn't see him. I don't know if he was cold. He's or hitting under 200 coming into tonight. I mean, and and it's been very noted that he's been struggling, and he he openly has said that he doesn't like the pitch clock, and it's affected how he's you know his a plate approach. And to on top of it, he just hasn't played well in San Diego since the trade. He's hitting like 230 in San Diego since the trade last year, something close to that. So he continues to struggle. For the sake of baseball, I hope he figures it out, but I hope he figures it out after they leave Chicago. So, Who had the uh, comment about Robert there? Luis Robert? We, former rolling. for Luis we Robert, will you do it? Uh, <laughs> Fernando Rodriguez, Super Chat says, Sox going to blame the fans again? I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, sounds like something Jerry here's would do. The, here's the Mariano Tenuta. We, we will trade you Fulmer for Luis Robert. <laughs> we will trade you Fulmer for... Is he back to Robert now? It was Robert, 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 Robert. Luis Robert. Luis Robert it's right. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't... Remember when he first came up, that was a big conversation. Mm-hmm. Is it Robert? Is it Robert? Is it Robert? Is it Robert? Here's the question, Nick G. What do they want for Liam Hendricks? This is the guy that I got my... That's yeah. the one that actually kind of makes yeah. some I sense. I thought we weren't doing this segment I'm yet. Not, now I'm we're not, doing. Now we're halfway I, into the segment. I, I, we don't no, no, no. The, ch- the chat was leading. The chat oh, is that doing was the it. Back to the game. We'll get back to it. I blame the go. chat. Uh, Michael Collada says, Michael Collada says, uh, Ross, lucky we didn't need a closer tonight. And let me just say, if, if they only get that one insurance run, it looked like Keegan Thompson was going to come back out the ninth inning because there was no one up right. in the bullpen. He was hanging around yeah. in the dugout. Right. So I think it was after they cleared the bases, after Nico cleared the bases, I saw I'm they, they panned the video to Keegan Thompson and he went into the clubhouse. So um I don't know if that's gonna be something they try the next time. But Michael Fulmer Kurt clearly was not coming into the game. So I think we can all take some some hope or some happiness in that as well. Just be, just to be able to see them try someone else because clearly Fulmer hasn't had it the last few outings. So I liked how the bullpen pitched overall though. Abbott was great. Um, obviously Thompson, he walked a couple guys, but got out of it. And then somehow Crowenworth didn't hit that ball out. I don't know how he didn't hit it out, um, but he didn't, he didn't. And, uh, and lighter, you know, he also walked a couple guys, but got, got the big, third out when he absolutely needed it. And that's just kind of what this bullpen's done, man. And that's why I'm like, I'm not really that worried about it. Um, so I, uh, you know, I'm optimistic about the bullpen as, as always, but is I'm definitely as high as ever on them in the innings leading up to the ninth. Obviously there's some anxiety in the ninth inning right now. But at the very have, end in a close game, right. you're worried about the closer situation, which the Godfather's yeah. been saying since spring training. But has there ever been a team where have you ever watched a, a game, a Cubs game in any decade and <laughs> thought, man, there's no way everybody, everybody always hates one closer. That's just a fact. There's yeah. always somebody you're always like, I remember being a kid thinking Lee Smith was never going to get anybody out. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Remember Carlos Marmol? Like Carlos Marmol. You know how many times I sat down there at third base thinking, yeah, is he going to strike three guys out or are we going to be here for another four innings? Yep. Or he'd walk the bases loaded, then strike. But he was an home. all-star. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 708 was great. And then a couple years after that, it's he like, oh, all-star. boy. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's like quarterback. Yeah. People always want the backup quarterback. Yeah. People are always mad at some reliever because – you can't save every game. Right. Now, I will say this about some teams. Specifically in this case, how about the Cleveland Guardians? They developed their own closer. Emmanuel Class A is one of the best closers in baseball. That honestly, no one talks about enough. And they he's a homegrown pitcher. I hope Jeremiah Estrada can be that for the Cubs. I hope someone else. When we had Alex Cohen on the show yesterday, he talked a lot about Nick Birdie. He talked about Manny Rodriguez. We've seen Manny Rodriguez before. Obviously, he throws gas. Cubs want him to work on some things. I th- I wouldn't be surprised if he's on this roster at some point this year. Same thing with Nick Birdie, but obviously, he, as Alex said, hadn't pitched in the last two years. So he's got to get some innings in Iowa. I don't know when we'll see him. And I don't know if he'll be the closer. All I know is that they have some dudes that are young and throw gas and have swing and miss, and potentially could be the Cubs' closer. I don't, the only guy on this roster right now that I see as the Cubs' closer for right now 
I'd like to see either Alzali or Thompson get that opportunity. Or, but I, but I don't want to shorten them to just one inning. Yeah, I know. That's the trick. Like, if you're going to make them the closer, I want them to be a two-inning closer. Mm-hmm. At least. The thing is, is then they wouldn't be able to pitch the next day. So, I, that's right. I just don't that's think... That's why they're not... That's why they're not going to have, like, just a specific closer, right? That's But that's also why I like Jeremiah Estrada eventually getting that role. It's not something that I want them to just completely throw him into, but I think he has that that kind of stuff. And even Brennan has said that on the Sunday show. That they the pitch did. doctor. Yes. So Hughes is going to get some shots at closing just based on matchups. Yes. And, and frankly, Lighter might too. Right. So, so I think Barb said that. Give Lighter a shot at it. Listen, I think you're going to get that a minimum half of the season, maybe mm-hmm. all season. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to have one guy be the – you don't have Mariano Rivera. Right. Okay? You hope that they can develop their own Yes, yes, type. but I mean, someone close to that, yeah. maybe that would be spectacular. But in reality <laughs> – A Hall of Famer. You, you might add – if you're good enough, you might add that guy to trade that deadline. I don't want to say anything about the White Sox, but <laughs> I'm just saying – you might add that guy, or that guy may just start to take the reins throughout the season enough that you're like, you know what, he is our full time closer. Yeah. So, so David said, Cam Sanders. We talked to and we talked about Alex Cohen to about him uh, on Monday. Yeah. Another guy that's got crazy stuff, but he's a starter who's converting to a closer, and so they want him to be a closer for a little while before you would give him that kind of responsibility. Anyways, um. Sorry, Gary, I didn't realize that he was traded from the Rangers to the Guardians. Either way, it's not like he was a known commodity at the time. They still threw him in his pitch lab. and Yeah. Yeah, the Guardians are known for developing pitching. Yeah. I know what you meant. Yeah. I'm just clarifying for anyone else who might be listening and doesn't and, and thinks I'm an idiot. So thank you for clarifying, Gary. <laughs> I got to tell you, we're, we're on a Tuesday night. It's freezing cold outside. It feels more like fall than it does like summer's almost here tonight and the chat's flying. It's going up and down. How many 50, we got in 51 here? likes. We need more likes, but we've got almost 200. 184, 184, 184. Right. Their Cubs win. Yeah. 184 and only 51 likes. Can Could we be going to, to bed, but the, but the chat, the chat this year compared to the chat last year, <laughs> not even close. It's insanely different. You guys have stepped up and why? Because we've said all along CHGO diehards are also Cub diehards. Absolutely. And there's no more diehard fan base in the world than Cub fans. Um, I, or were you going to the ad? I was, but go ahead. That's I was right. just going to say we haven't talked about Nico a ton, but he doesn't extend the 20-game on base streak, which, again, just goes back. Was he in the dog list? He's on the dog list. He was list. on the dog list, and okay. Again, like, if this guy is not the starting Second baseman for the National League in the All-Star game. I know it's only been one month, but if he keeps this up, if he's not the starting second baseman at the All-Star game for the National League, we will riot. This guy is on track for that at the very least. This, I mean, he has been way better than even I expected. I think a lot of people expected. Like, I ju- I've just had so much fun watching him play baseball. And he didn't even really do that much tonight until the, until the what, the eighth inning. Uh, but... He just gives you quality at bats, continues to put the bat on the ball when you need it. I guarantee he's, he's so one fun. of the most underrated players in baseball right now. I was Easy. Because Easy. nobody's, nobody's talking, nationally, nobody's talking about the Cubs yet. Nobody. nobody. We talk about the Cubs every day, but nationally, nobody's talking about the Cubs yet. They might say, oh, they made some trades and maybe they got some prospects coming. Maybe that's the most of what you're going to hear nationally. But nationally, nobody's talking about the Cubs. So there's no reason to talk about Nico Horner. But Nico Horner's climbing the ranks in baseball. Oh, yeah. He's showing me what kind of base. I don't need a guy to hit 60 home runs to be a star on my team. I don't. I'll take that guy. I'll take the 60 homer guy. But considering the position that he plays. But every day, <laughs> but every day, I'd prefer to have that guy than a guy that goes up there, hits a few home runs, and that's it. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not, if you think I'm talking about Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge is a great player. I, I was hoping they were going to get Aaron Judge in the offseason as a Cubs fan. But Nico Horner, you got to look at him and say, that's a real baseball player. Yeah. 20 games on base in a row. Think of the pitchers he's faced already this year. Luis Castillo, Brandon Woodruff, 
Did you Tonight, see the triple Blake at the Snell. end of the game? Yeah. It was a missile. I mean. It was a missile. The starting pitching alone that he's faced this year, 20 game on base streak, straight up impressive, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's just. I still think the homers are coming, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I do. I, I still think they're coming. You got two. So not, he's, not like 30, but I think he's going to hit more home runs he, than people he, think. He's eight away from uh, last year's total, so he could totally get it. Um, he just, uh, yeah, I can't say enough good things about Nico. He just gives you the defense. He looks like he's bringing a little bit of that leadership form uh, factor. You just see how the way he carries himself in the clubhouse, in the dugout, on the field, just everything that you want in a baseball player, man. And it's... It's so fun to watch. Brendan Miller, Aaron Judge, and Nico Horner both hit double-digit homers last year. <laughs> Classic Brendan. That is MVP true. That is factual. Don't Brendan. let the facts get in the that way is. of a good story. Don't let the story. facts get in the way of a good story. That's right. Uh, here's something that I can, I can truly tell you is factual. Goose Island is the official beer of CHGO. Chicago's beer. Since 1988, their beer roster has the old Goose IPA, a six-time medal winner at the Great American Beer Fest. Tropical Beer Hug, one of Cody's favorites. 312 Weedale. Oh, he throws him down a beer bat in sometimes less than 30 seconds. 9.9%. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. He, he takes him down. Uh, <laughs> but here's the big deal. We've got the huge event coming up Thursday and Friday. The CHGO Bears Draft Party, Thursday and Friday. It's at Joe's on Wheat Street. If you've never been there, they have great concerts. There. It's a fantastic venue. Lots of televisions. They have great food. It's a big bar. Lots of space. 940 Weed Street. We have four ticket options for you right now that are available. You can get them at allchgo.com. Don't miss out on this. Uh, all tickets include an all-inclusive drink package that'll feature Goose Island beers and cocktails. And I was talking about diehards earlier. Cubs diehards, CHGO diehards, CHGO diehards. This is the time to go sign up because when you sign up, you get 20% off forever off of all of our activities, all of our merch that we sell. You get sure you get the, the diehard card, which will get you in a lot of places that you didn't think you could ever get into. Yeah. But you can use it right away. You're going to get 20% off this drink deal and getting into Joe's on Weed Street. So it's worth it right there. Plus, they also give you a free T-shirt when you first sign up. So you're getting that T-shirt of your choice. What a deal. You might want to do the bricks by brick. Brick by brick. Brick by brick. Brick by brick. Greg Braggs will be Greg there, Braggs, by the Because that's how the Bears are building it. Mm-hmm. I've said the Cubs right now, a little bit more of a, of a David thing. We're chiseling away at the marble. Mm. We chisel away at the marble each day. It's a longer season. Not brick by brick. Chisel away at the marble a little bit. When we had one masterpiece, 2016. Now you're chiseling away at a little bit the next. We're starting to see a figurine. We're starting to see a figurine a little bit. So head on out. Die Hard's 20% off. Giveaways, contests, CHGO merch stand. Grab Ultra Fresh Brewery exclusive beers also at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clyborne Avenue in Lincoln Park or their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. That party is going to be a ton of fun because nobody knows what the Bears are going to do. But teaming up with Goose Island is going to make it a lot of fun. And Joe's on Weed Street. Like I said, it's one of my favorite spots in the city. And it's been it's been a spot for sports fans in Chicago for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I'm leaning. I'm, I, I might be able to show up on Friday, but I believe I'll probably be there Thursday. So... Thursday out. you'll be there for the number nine pick or when they trade down and get a ton of stock again. Yeah, lots of stock. Um, One thing you will get for sure is Goose Island beer. Absolutely. Hong Kong. You can get your Goose Island beer right now and then uh, also, you know, get your Roman if you absolutely need to because, uh, you know. Well, depending on how well the draft goes. Yeah, depending on how well the draft goes, you might really need uh, some Roman because you might just be that excited and just want that extra kick. Uh, if you know what I'm saying, talk about h- how a lot of guys want a better sex life. Do you want a better sex life, Luke? Don't tell me. If so, though, you're not alone. Roman Cody, is here. Cody just pulled a classic <laughs> sportscaster. We've all done it. I once uh, read a script that was thrown down on a table that said hashtag S E E R E D, and I'm like, I get to the end of it. I'm like, hashtag, uh, We're reading tweets. I'm like hashtag seared. 
<laughs> and it was C red, but there was no capital S and no R. Yeah. Cody just did talk about. The script yeah. says talk about. Yeah, I missed. Anyway, sorry to call I, you out on. I missed. No, you're fine because we turned it in, into a really funny moment. Anyway, <laughs> Roman is here to help you for all your needs that I will not particularly say out loud here on YouTube right now. You know what they are. You know what they are. Roman is the digital health clinic for men addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection. Roman offers discreet wipes that help you last four times longer in bed and men with low T getting testosterone levels back to normal can help increase your libido. Shout out to you, Luke. Nicely said. <laughs> Roman offers a testosterone test, which includes lab processing and it's appropriate for you. Treatment for low testosterone, no waiting rooms, no hassle, straightforward digital experience from the comfort of your home. If medication or testing is appropriate, Roman will send it directly to your door. Everything arrives in discreet packaging with free two-day shipping. Uh, I'm telling you, two-day uh, free shipping. They, ship, they, they send it to you without, like, showing what it actually is. I mean, what else could you ask for? So uh, learn more about it. To learn more about it, and how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, go to ro.co slash chgo to get 20% off your entire first order. That's ro.co slash slash chgo. Someone turn on the AC, and my God, it feels amazing. It is hot in here, but it will be <laughs> cooling off, hopefully. Uh, uh, Do we have another super chat in there? I thought I saw one from somebody asking for Mervis. Yeah, someone asked about Mervis. Uh, I thought we just had that. There, there is. Mario wants to know, when do they bring up Mervis? At some point, they need production out of first base. We talked a lot about that on yesterday's podcast. If you haven't heard that one, make sure you download it and go check it out on Spotify. Uh, and give us a like while you're at it or whatever your Apple podcast, whatever your spot might be. Talked a lot about it with um, Alex Cohen from Iowa. And, uh, you know, his point was, they don't want to mess with the chemistry right now. He's not on the 40-man, right. so that means probably DFAing somebody. To be uh, able to make room for him. To make room for him on the 40-man. Right. And, you know, it's 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 a little bit trickier than that. They also want to make sure he's ready defensively. He hasn't played a ton of first base in his career. Mm -hmm. I did say the only thing about that is it's easier to do that now than it would have been a couple years ago because you can always play him at DH. But they want to make sure... What they're doing is right for him. Offensively, yeah. not much more to prove. Yeah. Not really. To get a shot. That's for sure. Yeah. I would agree with that. Uh I, like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm not I'm not gonna go on. You're some not gonna nervous tonight. Not, they won six nothing. Not happy tonight. I'm not nervous tonight. All but I will say why Hosmer was batting, I think it was sixth, fifth or sixth tonight, and he's a left handed hitter going up against a lefty. He's strictly brought here to face righties, whatever. He struck out twice, and it was ugly. They looked like they didn't look like professional bats. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't have the success that Eric Hosmer's had throughout his baseball career, so don't don't yell at me, Eric Hosmer. But you just you just haven't looked great lately. I'm hope I'm rooting for you, dude. I'm rooting for you to be better. The Cubs need you to be better. Um, but it, at least we can say that Mancini has been better at least. And so I'm having I, if if we're gonna have to wait for Mervis for extended time, then all I can do is just cheer for the guy. But I, I, as I've said, I'm I'm on the bring Mervis train or bring Mervis here train ASAP. So uh, we'll see. That's it. We'll see. We'll Things see. are going well. Cubs two games out of first place tonight because the first place Pirates had a seven game winning streak snapped by the Dodgers in comeback fashion. Pirates and Brewers both lost tonight. Cubs win six to nothing. So now two games out. I will admit the Pirates are better than I expected them to be early in the season. <laughs> 16 and 8, yeah. <laughs> They're better than I expected them. And they also did something shocking today. A division team did something shocking today. That's right. The Pirates signed a player, a good one, to a long-term deal. Ryan Reynolds, what? eight years, $106 million. It's a that's a first of all, he's a solid baseball player. He's Second of all, that's pretty good. I I don't know. I went to Valpo. I didn't do the math. I avoided it. Uh, but what is that like? Thirteen mil a year? It's it's not twenty million a year. Yeah, like they got them on a great deal. The, the AAV is really good on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's less than twenty a year. So so that that's much I can do the math on that. 
Um, I, I don't know. First, I don't math ever. The first one hundred plus million dollar contract they've ever given out was. I mean, yeah. you're telling me that Brian Reynolds could only get like, dude. I'm surprised he signed for that little. Be honest with you, he must really love Pittsburgh because he's a good player. He's having fun being sixteen and seven I, when he signed. Well, I tell you what, what's interesting there. about it is they get off to this great start, but the thing that's hanging over their head is that he's requested a trade. Like, arguably, their best players out there saying, I don't want to be on this team, and we're, we're in first place. Yeah. But now they've shown their fan base at least once, hey, we got something for you to come out and see this season. Not only are they playing better, but look, we're going to give the guys some money. I think they could be interesting in the division. It'd be fascinating if they're ahead of... It'd be fascinating if the Cubs and Pirates finish ahead of the Cardinals. Very fascinating. And fascinating and hilarious and but hilarious would be the other word. Just, I was thinking just, of. But like anyway, that would be the first it's, thing. I it's say. still very early, but yeah. first place pirates lost brewers lost Cubs gain ground two games out playing good baseball. And let's face it. The young guys aren't all here yet. Yeah. They're hardly here yet. Right. That's the only thing that keeps me positive about this team when they do go on these one or two game losing streaks like the Cubs did over the weekend against the Dodgers you and win and then they win tonight you see what this team can do against good teams and and how they can win games uh it's through pitching and they got enough offense and then Nico Horner just uh you know decided to make it even bigger lead tonight so uh i on one hand i can understand why you're trying to push the the kids a little bit further into the season and if they're able to do that and still be in the thick of this race, then, hey, I'll put my hand up and say I'm sorry for all my complaining. But just, the Cubs are just playing, a, a, or every team's doing this, but they're playing a tougher, a tougher schedule, you know, than they have ever. Yeah. Because you're not going to Tough ha- first month for the Cubs, you don't, period. You don't get to play the Reds 20 times a year. And I know the Pirates are off to a hot start, but coming in the year we're thinking, oh, well – not going to be able to play the pirates as much as you want. And you know what I mean? Like it's those kinds of things. So they got to, they got to take advantage of opportunities when they can. They took advantage of the opportunity of winning tonight's game with when they taking a lead into the ninth inning. So, um, yeah, my guy Brent's in the chat and he agrees with me. And remember, if you agree with me, I'll likely read your chat. (laughs) I will try to always read your chat. Shout out to the 187 people that are in the live chat right now. Um, if you're checking this out in podcast form later, make sure you uh, join us for one of the live podcasts. We have a lot of fun. That's the only way to see Cody chug the beer. Yeah. The victory beer. I uh, <laughs> From the beer bat. I was at Murphy's on Saturday, and uh, my good friend Greg Braggs was there too. Mark Carmen also showed up. The Carm. And uh, Benedict I, Arnold. I was there. I was at Murphy's. He was Before, a Cubs fan, then he wasn't a Cubs fan. Now he's a Cubs fan again. He didn't even know who Nico Horner was last year. Unbelievable. Yeah, and he was trying but to I tell still me love that. The, I still oh, love him. He was trying to tell yeah. me that the Cubs need to tank for five more years. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway. He's busy playing I, tennis. I, and, and talking about the Bears. Anyway, I was at Murphy's pregame before the Cubs game on Saturday with Greg Braggs, and some guy came up and talked to me, and Greg said he listens to CHGO Bears and CHGO Cubs. Uh the, he said he doesn't listen to any of them live just because his work schedule doesn't allow him to. But it was very cool uh, talking to someone who listens to us, whether it's live or yeah. in general. So Z Williams just saw his uh, first beer bat. Hell yeah. Live beer bat. Z Thank Williams. you. Hell yeah. Salute to you. Um. Anyway. So, yeah, uh, Brian Reynolds going to the Pirates, or not going to the Pirates, but staying with staying the Pirates. Staying with the Pirates. I, it, it is a huge move for them, and it is a big. it is big news for the division just because it's like – I do think that their team will will be better. Will be will only get better within the next three years. But as far as this year, it's going to be tough, depending on how long O'Neill Cruz is out. And I would be a little bit more afraid if O'Neill Cruz wasn't out. But the thing that's made their team so good thus far is obviously Brian Reynolds, Key Brian Hayes, and some of their other position players. But also their pitching has been really good. Yeah. yeah, and they got a lot of good pitching in minors, yeah. too, that are on their way up, right. too. A couple very highly touted guys. And, yeah, Key Brian Hayes also locked up eight years, $70 million. So they kind of have year. their core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They kind of have their core kind of ship-shaping a little bit. Doesn't mean they won't trade them. But, right. But they're saying that to their they're saying that to their fans now. I hope it stays that way because, first of all, it's outside of Wrigley, it's the best ballpark I've been to. 
Yeah. Um, it's an unbelievable experience. It's, it's an unbelievable setting. It's super cool. There's some cool parks out there, but that's near the top of the list, if not up there. Um, Evil Wax 73 saying what I've been saying for a little bit here. I agree with you here. Along with the one-two punch that you're getting from Strowman and Steele, if you can find a third guy, you don't, it's nice to have all five, but you're never going to have all five guys. Very rarely is that going to happen that all five guys are kicking. But if you can get three instead of just two, where every fifth day you're, you don't have long losing streaks. That's how you start. A guy like Steele stops a losing streak. A guy like Stroman can stop a losing streak. Smiley, last time out, looked, re- I mean, you know, guy had a perfect game going. Mm-hmm. But so you get Smiley and Wesneski the next two games. If you can get one of those guys on track, you feel real good. If you can get both of them on track, guess what? Kyle Hendricks is coming back too. Yeah. And then you hope Tyone's right behind him, and then you figure it out. Then you make your tough decisions. Right. Well, my my here's my thinking is like, okay, Drew Smiley outside of that start in Cincinnati, the very first start of the year, he's been great. He was he's 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 just been he's been everything you could ask from a number of Smiley. Four yeah, Smiley. Since last year, second half of last season. Well, yeah. The, the end of last season, right? And again, people say those games didn't mean anything, but for a veteran guy, no, they did. Yeah. He was healthy and he looked good in the what did we say last year? Boy, they could have won a lot more games if Smiley was like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I I know there's there hasn't been a lot of excitement for Tyone, and I know he's on the IL, but once they can oh, get I'm still I, on him. I when they can get Tyone back, I think that mm-hmm. if they can get him on track, that changes this rotation and then it only makes Smiley better and then it only takes pressure off of guys like Hal Hendricks and you know, hopefully they can get Wesneski going. I, I don't know how they're going to implement Wesneski and Kyle Hendricks into this rotation, but uh, all I know is that, like we keep saying, the Cubs have a lot of depth in the starting p- pitching department. And there's high upside for a guy like Wesneski down the road, for sure. But you still you feel good. You feel like Drew Smiley almost threw a perfect game the other day, right? And yeah. Tyone threw over 170 innings last year for the Yankees in New York. Telling me that he's not going to be, quali- uh, be a quality starter? You're telling me by the end of the year there's we're gonna despise the guy? I I I I highly doubt that. So the rotation, while it's been very good, I still think there's 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 a next level. Maybe not necessarily an ace, but just just consistent quality starts out of guys. Do you think Kyle Hendricks will pitch in some big moment games again as a I Chicago do. Cub? You I think, do, yeah. Do you think so? Yes. Man, I really hope so. I, for I the really, sake, I think that that could be. I just the next don't. Level. I don't. Him, I can't I doubt so. the guy. Yeah, no. he's a total competitor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to throw ninety eight to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's going to be about staying, getting his mechanics in the right spot. Like, has he recovered from the injury enough that now he's able to get back to what he was doing? And I hope so. Yeah, I. He's easy to want to cheer for. He's the only oh, yeah. one left from 2016. The only one left. And a super likable guy. Right. A great teammate. I just think it's completely different now with him not, with the Cubs not needing him to be their top yes. one or top two starter. You're not asking him to be the ace. No. It was unfair to him that they ever asked him to be the ace, but he still went out there and was one of the best pitchers in 2020, if you want to count the 12 starts. And he was really good in 2019. He was really good in 2018. Wasn't the number one starter in those in those in those seasons, but he was really good in them. And then 2021, obviously, got off to a bad start, but had a very good middle part, as in from like mid-May to I don't know, August was probably it. And then he struggled in September. But that team was so they ripped the team apart at the deadline, as people remember that. I, don't know. <laughs> I love it's the creativity matter. of the chat here. A lot of people I know. are like, what about Kyle is the closer guy? Yeah. No, come on. No, no. He's well, starting I, have there ever been starters? Yeah, I mean. Dempster. Well, Dempster did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kerry Wood went from starter to closer. Um, Dennis right. Eckersley, one of the all-time greats, went from starter to closer. Um, I don't. He just doesn't. Have I don't think Kyle's much. that guy. It's a lot of contact. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Uh, you want a few more strikeouts coming out of your closer, in my opinion. But right. yeah, not for this roster. He makes way more sense in that rotation, especially with Wisniewski 
kind of struggling depending on where you want to see his depth in a couple days. It's all going to depend starts. on what Wesneski does over the next couple mm-hmm. of weeks. It really yeah. is. And I hope that doesn't put too much pressure on him. And I do think that Wesneski will be better, but this is kind of like what I said at the end of the spring, like got to have tempered expectations because because at the end of the day, what happens to spring training doesn't mean a damn thing. And we've seen that. Swanson struggled in the spring. He's off to a great start. Wesneski was great in the spring. He's off to a bad start. I mean, Colada says Smoltz. It's another good one. Yeah. Um. Any, anyways, um, I think not only you mentioned the Cubs pitching depth. There's one more word, quality pitching depth, right? Like, yeah. that's really the difference, right? Like, you can say you have depth, but if you have depth that's meh, then it's just meh. But <laughs> right now, they have pitching depth that's quality. Uh-huh. You know, if, if one guy, when you get Hendricks back, now has Wesneski been lights out? No, but you've seen moments. Could Tyone come back and be that guy? We sure think so. Um, if I could easily see four of those guys having really, really good seasons, and then maybe the fifth and sixth guy kind of having... Good start, bad start. Good start, bad start. So we'll we'll see how it unfolds. But right now, I still think pitching will take this team, and the offense has been better than we expected. I'll tell you what's better than I ever expected in my lifetime, the combat energy efficiency program. It just blows me away every time. I mean, have you seen the lights at Wrigley Field, the new ones st- stuck? Like, the, the Ricketts have. I've seen them, and the outfield, I can actually see the Ivy. Right. The Ricketts had to have gone to ComEd. Yep. In regards to these lights, they just actually had to, and they did. They probably did the Comet Energy Efficiency Program, which is committed to helping families and businesses and the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now, Luke, and into the future. Oh, absolutely. And Comet also offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. Comet offers free facility assessments, they can help find energy-saving opportunities like HVAC systems, uh, commercial commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Ooh, how's it, how's it work, Stuck? I'm glad you asked, Cody. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. They can be done in person or virtually, last about two hours, then in about three to four weeks. You get a report detailing energy efficiency projects you can start working on right away. Each recommendation... We'll include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, don't sleep on this. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash powering biz. Comed.com slash powering biz, Luke? You got it. Schedule it today, Cody. And while you're at it, throw on your shady rays. Don't leave the house without them because you're going to want to take on the sun with gear that's built to last our friends at shady rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized sunglasses at an affordable price shady raids is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair i've ever worn durable frames extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures and that's not all shady rays offers the most insane protection program in all of eyewear Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements. I don't even know how they can do it. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because you have been backed long after you make that purchase. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact, from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to Providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now for years to come. And if you don't like your Shady Rays sunglasses, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our CHGO listeners, Shady Rays, giving their best deal of the season. Go right now to ShadyRays.com. Use the code CHGO, 50% off. Two-plus pairs, polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Boom. And I believe Ryan Herrera is ready. 
Are you there? Hello. Can you hear us? Yeah, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. All right, what's up? I gotta take a drink after all those reads. Uh, did you have to thaw out at some point? At any point tonight at yeah, beautiful it, historic Wrigley Field? I still am. It's it's rather cold. Brisk at, at beautiful historic Wrigley Field. Yeah, it's it's a little chilly. Um, yeah, we're, st- we're still actively thawing out, but going down to the club. I like to think a little, bit. I little, like, n- little nipply out there. I like to think of this yeah. as like karma because there was one time in the Slack channel where you were trolling me, and I was think I think I replied with I look forward to those cold April nights where you're at <laughs> you're in the when press it was box. in Arizona with the Hawaiians yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, yeah. shady it was rays. Cold there. He was giving us the vibes in those short videos with the Hawaiian shirts and the shady rays on, but now yeah. winter hat, Mizzou winter hat. What's oh, yeah. funny though is it's been hot in the office, and I honestly kind of wish I was in different, <laughs> in different like Cody in can't your position. Win. So anyway, I still lose, uh, but at least we got to do the beer back chud tonight. Uh, Ryan, did you talk to Justin Steele after the game and tell him he was a dog for me? I did not tell him was a dog for. You. I think I think it's kind of implied at this point. That he knows. He's, he's he knows. Yeah, he's he well, no one has to you're going to see him anymore. tomorrow, and I'm going to need you to just go tell him. You just tell him off the record. That way, it remains ethical and all that shit. Tell him I <laughs> told you. Off the record. Yeah. <laughs> off the record, uh, uh, that guy Cody. You've seen him sometimes on the street. Almost knocked you over the one time. He says you're a dog. Yeah. He almost <laughs> ran ran you over with his scooter. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's what he says. Yeah. Let him he know. told security about. Let him know the dog. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I don't think Justin Steele needs to be told that he's been a dog for like the last I don't know 10 months so since, since like I, I've tweeted the numbers since last the end of last July I know I had it at one point it was the since he became a dad uh but now it's since the all-star break I want to say is his numbers are unbelievable I think it's a 1.07 ERA since then I mean yeah, you get that graphic on the uh the screen right now he's got a 119 ERA so far this season was at fourth lowest in MLB. I assume that's among qualified pitchers, but um, I mean, he's been, he's been lights out and, you know, today, sure. It was, you know, his first non quality start of the season. Um, but he still made it five and a third. Uh, I think it was what three hits, two walks, five strikeouts. Um, yeah, first non-quality start, but the you know the Padres have a good lineup. Don't make it easy on you to get those quality starts in. Um, so I, it was another good day from Justin. Uh, the four seam is you know the fastballs is moving like uh, like a pitch you don't really see ever. Slider's good. Like it's, everything he's doing right now since the start of the season has been. I don't know if you could have asked him to be any better. Maybe now is when you start to be like, okay, let's start getting deeper into games seven innings, whatever you give, give us an eight inning there somewhere. But I mean, he's giving you mostly quality starts and just really, really good outings, keeping the ERA, ERA low, you know, letting the offense get ahead so that the bull, it could turn over to the bullpen and try to keep that lead. Like it's, I don't know. It, it's since last July, at, at some point last July, it might've been the John Lester thing, you know, it, it started to click for him and, and he really started, he, he's figured a lot of things out. I mean, he's obviously still, establishing himself at this level but i don't know how you how the nationally right i don't know how the national media i don't know how they can ignore him for very much longer he's been pitching like one of the best pitchers in major league baseball that's just that's just kind of how it is well i was saying earlier nico is probably one of the most underrated players because nobody nationally is talking about the cubs yet and steals probably one of the most underrated pitchers because nobody's talking about the cubs just yet but I'll say this, we were we were saying in the pregame show talking about, you know, player of the month or pitcher of the month, and I said, well, it's probably Stroman for right now. I, 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 for me personally, if I had to vote for pitcher of the month for the month of April, I'd, I'd change my vote to Steele now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know the semantics of it wasn't a quality start because it was only five and a third, and he didn't give up any runs. Mm-hmm. And when he needed to get out of trouble, he did it by getting out by – striking out Soto and popping up Machado. Like he, he went after some of the best hitters in baseball. Some of them might be struggling, but he made Soto look silly multiple at bats tonight, multiple at bats. And so I don't know. I, I still don't fully understand that. I guess the one knock people say is you only got two pitches, but if the two pitches are good, that's all you need. That's what Dan Plezak told us in spring training. The two pitches are good. That's all you need. Um, how about Jan Gomes? How much credit does he get for leading 
this rotation with what, what they have an ERA under three when he's he's the guy back there. Like he's yeah. got to get some credit. Yeah, I mean, you, every time he's behind the plate for anyone that start, starts or in the bullpen, right? Anyone you talk to talks up Jan Gomes. It's been like that for the last year. And, you know, that's not a knock on, on Tucker either. Like everyone no. talks really highly of Tucker Barnhart. Uh, but Jan Gomes, is, I think it's more like he's been with most of these pitchers now for the last year. He's he's just gotten a better handle on the pitching staff than what Tucker has. So um, that's just the point we're at right now in the season. But as far as Jan Gomes goes, like he's – yeah, he he controls a pitching staff really well. Uh, they talk about like it's those those things you don't, you can't really quantify, right? Like how good he is at game calling, how good he is at uh, you know noticing when guys need to make an adjustment or or they need to adjust their game plan going in because whatever's happening, right? Like he, he's good at all those little soft factors that you can't really look on fan graphs and and see how good he is at it and. That's why a lot of these guys like him, and you know he keeps the clubhouse light. Like you had the, the when Drew Smiley's near perfect game, the football helmet, or <laughs> you know Nico's walk off. He had the cowboy hat. Uh, he, he keeps the clubhouse light and brings good veteran leadership in there. It's like, and, and now he's hitting right. And it's funny because we mentioned to David Ross like how valuable is he now that the bat has woken up. And Rossi kind of said like he, you know he talked about like how nice it's been to watch it, but he also said like. I honestly don't care. Basically, this is basically what he said is I honestly don't care what he brings to the bat because he brings so much value at so many other areas of the game. And I mean, for, for a guy that's uh, yeah, surprising as the bat right now, like I don't, I don't think there's anything better you could say about Jan Gomes than he does so many other things as well that his manager cares, but isn't, isn't overly worried about what he does at the plate. I think that's a pretty good way to describe what Jan Gomes means to this team. With five home runs, he means a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. that's pretty good. One month, he's got five home runs. I'm, he might have months where he has none, but mm-hmm. he's, well, he, he's giving you some. Power. He also, I mean, obviously the home run was huge tonight, but to get the big hit and the big insurance run, four of them. Yeah, I mean, they they needed the insur- insurance runs uh, in that <laughs> eighth inning, considering how the Padres that back to back innings they had got runners on and just hadn't scored, and you just felt uneasy. Uh, watching that game, if you're a Cubs fan, at least, at least I, I felt uneasy about not being able to get an insurance run going before it. So, uh, obviously, it was a career night for him. But he's just, he's been he's been very solid at the very least this entire month. Hit a home run on Sunday too. So two straight games where he's had a homer. Ride the wave, man. I've I've enjoyed watching him. You know, help the pitchers, but but also you know, giving the Cubs offense when they need it. So. I'm not going to expect a ton of offense from him from a full season, but he's been as good as anyone could have asked for at this point. So. Ryan, any uh, themes, nuggets, or storylines that were important in the clubhouse or after the game? Five five shutouts in the first 22 games. I tweeted it out. That's like the yeah. fourth time the team's ever the team's done that since at least 1901. Like you talked to Jan, but you talked to Steele, you talked to Rossi about the like the goes it goes to all of them, but the the bullpen and you know, whatever, like Rossi will get criticized for some of his bullpen decisions he already has, and that'll continue because he's the manager. Um, but you look at a staff that's shut out five teams now in the first 22 games, that they're obviously performing pretty well. Um, it, we know we knew run prevention was going to be the calling card of this team. And while the offense has performed a lot better than we expected, the run prevention has been near the top of the league. So, I, yeah, I mean, that's the theme, right? It's like this, this team is doing exactly what we – what we expected them to do, but maybe at an even higher level, like the, the pitching staff, the defense, it's doing a really, really good job of keeping teams off the board. Uh, one other question, any idea on who is going to start in place of Jameson Tyone yet? No, still not, not yet. Uh, no, we'll, well, that Kale Killian wasn't until. on the, I saw somebody in the chat asking, have, have you Killian, seen Killian yet? It, it might be. Too soon to see him. If, even if he was, he wasn't on it the Iowa Cubs use, uh, probably pitching probables, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Tommy Birch it, it, tweeted it, out earlier. It could be, could be him. I mean, we, we don't know. We don't have the probables yet. Rossi probably won't make up, you know, won't make up his mind on that until they are getting ready to leave Chicago. I mean, cause what Thursdays would be the last game against San Diego. So mm-hmm. you'd still have, Two more days until they need a pitcher after that. So I 
I give it a couple more days before we really know for sure. I mean, Killian's Killian's definitely on the radar. I would say is yeah, right. He, Especially he, after Alex Cohen told us, right, that was the best he'd seen him pitch. Yeah, was his last start. So that might be a that might be a reason to keep him around. But I I agree, Ryan. Way too early. Now, what's not too early is to get to the who you got standings and results. Uh, here were the picks for today. Corey got his in as well. Uh, I had Steele. Ryan had Wisdom. Cody had Nico. And Corey had Nelson. Now, uh, did I perhaps slide in? Here's, what, here's, here's what's funny. Is that Joey, who produced the pregame show, always has the catcher, Jan Gomes, as his guy. And so we said to him specifically, do you want Jan Gomes? And Joey's like... Give me Mancini. <laughs> so nobody here, diet, nobody but... would, I, there wouldn't even be, you wouldn't even have to make an argument. If Yo. he had Jan Gomes, you just have to be like, tip of the cap. Yep. You got it. Four hits and the two run homer, which was the game winning hit because mm-hmm. of the shutout. It was Jan Gomes, oh, Joey. <laughs> but nobody took him. Mm-hmm. So Barbara says she took Gomes and she Bar- wins Barb wins credit uh, to you, Barb. Barb gets credit for something there. <laughs> um, Corey had Nelson Velasquez. Uh, he hit. A, I do remember him hitting the ball hard, but I don't remember other than that. He had a hit and he did walk. Patrick Wisdom Ryan. Would you have two walks? Yes, yeah, two walks. Yeah, good. And two strikeouts. Two good walks. Two strikeouts. Might be. A um, Nico had the triple with three RBI. Um, but it was already three nothing at that point, right? I personally would say steel. Yeah, I mean, I know that's who I had, but I mean, I know it wasn't a quality start, but five and a third no runs against the Padres. Yeah, it's steel. I just, steel, it's just a steal. Whatever, man. This yeah, is- I guess if Nico, if, if <laughs> Nico had the triple with the three run triple when Gomes hit the homer, then I would say Nico. Well, because it was already three nothing, that's I would say it was probably steel. All right, all right, all right. We'll have the picks for you tomorrow. Um, no pregame show tomorrow, but we will have a postgame show live. Hopefully, it's going to be a little bit warmer, and uh, we'll see what happens. Since I didn't win, who you got? Can I read this uh, very funny yes. tweet from Buster Olney yes. that he tweeted six okay. hours ago? Uh, the Cardinals current. ERA is 4.48. Whatever the problem is, a St. Louis ERA that high is unusual. They haven't had that had staff numbers that inflated over a full season since 2007 and 2006. There you go. That's all I got to say. That's all he's got to say. All right, thanks, Ryan. Uh, you got an article coming out uh, first thing in the morning. All oh, yeah. chgo.com. Make sure you check it out. If you're not a diehard, uh, that's the way to avoid not missing anything at all from Ryan. And uh, thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. And until Wednesday, fly the W.